Welcome back. You are listening to Nate the Hate with my co-host MVG joining me as always. Welcome. What's going on, Nate? I, I woke up this morning and the sun was shining. How about that? <laughs> in, in more than one way. <laughs> Since we did have a Mario 35th, 35th anniversary direct air this morning. But before we get into that topic, we are going to touch on a couple of the Streamlab donations that we had over the last week, because there's only two of them. I want to start the show with them this time. And we had a $5 donation from Symphonic Balance, who wrote, Do you think it's possible that due to the delays Nintendo has had in 2020, that their plan now is to push a larger number of releases in 2021, so they're not competing with Sony and Microsoft with their launch lineup? Great podcast. Keep up the good work. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I think that... They're not they're not competing with Sony and Microsoft, but yes, I do agree that they are their focus will be twenty twenty one. Yeah, there's definitely been a shift of some of their releases into twenty twenty one, and we saw that today with the Mario thirty fifth anniversary direct where Nintendo is positioning Super Mario three D World in February of twenty twenty one. And I mean, we have to look at it that 2020 is the 35th anniversary of the Mario series and the fact that Nintendo is putting 3D World into 2021 and removing it from the 35th anniversary year itself shows that Nintendo has faced delays due to the pandemic and that 2021 should have substantial amount of software, even from games Nintendo has already announced, like Pokemon Snap, that should also be early 2021. So yes, early 2021... And 2021 in general should be a much stronger year for Nintendo compared to 2020. And it's not directly due to PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X. It's just how things kind of unfolded this year for Nintendo. And 2021 is just looking like a better year for them overall. And we can't dismiss that there has been the talk that Nintendo is launching a new Switch revision next year. And you need software to launch brand new hardware. So, yeah, good things to come in 2021 but not directly related to Sony and Microsoft. And we had another $5 donation from Skittles, who wrote, Hey, Nate and MVG, I just wanted to let you both know I'm a total slut for the Xbox ecosystem. And on that note, what's your gamer score? I just broke 210,000. That's a high gamer score. That is. I'm I'm probably at about 30-something thousand on mine. Yeah, I'm about 63,000. And... I mean, a part of the reason I would say my gamer score is only 63,000 is that I do play a lot also on the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 3. So there's a lot of multi-platform games I've played on Sony systems or even on a Nintendo system. So my focus really hasn't been on the Xbox ecosystem when it comes to the gamer scores and achievements because it was kind of just limited to more so of Microsoft's exclusive content. And yeah. maybe a multiplayer game that was really online heavy, and I knew I wanted to play with my friends on live. But bravo to 210,000. I mean, I'm sure Rand Althor will be listening to this saying, <laughs> I got over a million overall you combined. Yeah, I, he's probably saying I did that about 12 years ago. <laughs> I did that on the Xbox 360 in the launch window. <laughs> <laughs> I did pick up some uh, achievements recently playing Flight Simulator, so I, I, I'm it's something that I, I haven't really actively been going after for many years. Um, but I, you know, I was into it for a while, but yeah, I mean, 
these days I don't really think about too much. Like you, I've been my main focus was on the PlayStation Four, but um, I always like getting achievements on on games. It's always fun. Yeah, I'm I'm not a much of an achievement hunter. I just play the game if I unlock them naturally. You know that's how it goes. Like I've been playing, tell me why. All the achievements are almost not missable except for a few where you have to get like all the collectibles in a chapter but that's just from natural investigating so i typically end up unlocking all the achievements in those type of games but yeah you know it's fun i'm glad for the people who really enjoy it it is something i wish nintendo at least had an option for but you know nintendo and online infrastructure they're still in 2007 and we'll probably get on that topic a little more later in the episode and as always, if you'd like to support the channel, we do have a Streamlabs link in the description below on YouTube. You can donate a dollar or up to whatever amount you want. If you donate $100, we will dedicate the episode to you. Ask us a question, and we will answer it at the end of the episode. Or if we only have a couple, we'll start the episode with your questions. And as always, to those who have donated, thank you for your generosity and support. And if you enjoy this upcoming episode, be sure to subscribe to the channel and like the video. And let's get right into it. The 35th anniversary Mario Direct aired this morning, and Nintendo came with a lot of Mario content. They showed us a wide range of software. We have Super Mario 3D All-Stars coming out on September 18th, and this includes Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Nintendo also announced Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, and this title is very unique. It is Mario Kart in Augmented Reality. You get an RC Mario Kart, and it you drive it around your living room, and it has a camera positioned above the character, and you use your Switch to control the RC car, and it has in-game visuals. It has, like, the banana peels and all this stuff. As you're racing on the course you create in your house, so you do need a Switch to play this. It'll cost $99 when it comes out on October 16th, and it'll be available with a Mario or a Luigi set. Nintendo also announced a Game & Watch Super Mario Brothers. Now, this is a nostalgia device. It heralds back to Nintendo's Game & Watch days. It has Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers: The Lost Levels, and it has a Mario version of Game & Watch Ball. It'll come out on November 13th, and it will retail for $49.99. They also announced Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Now, this is an enhanced version of Super Mario 3D World, and it now features co-op gameplay, but it's online and it also has local multiplayer. It will have brand new levels not featured in the Wii U game, and it will come out on February 12th of 2021, and Nintendo will launch new Cat and Cat, Cat Mario and Cat Peach Amiibo will also come out early next year. And then Nintendo announced Super Mario Bros. 35, and this is players playing Super Mario Brothers against 34 other players. It's like a Battle kind of Royale, right? Yes, yeah. it's Battle Royale. It's kind of similar to what we saw at the Nintendo World Championships where they played um, Mario Maker mm -hmm. and they had a race to that end. And this is pretty similar to that. So it's kind of like Tetris 99, except you're playing Mario. It's going to come out on October 1st. It's exclusive to Nintendo Switch Online members. But the game's only playable until March 31st of 2021. So it's a limited amount of time that we can play this game. And then Nintendo announced that Super Mario All-Stars for the Super NES is now available on Nintendo Switch Online's you know, subscription service. You can 
go update that app today and you can play Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers Lost Levels, Super Mario Brothers 2, and Super Mario Brothers 3 with the enhanced graphics that the Super NES version offered. So let's let's start with the Mario Kart Live Home Circus. Home Circuit. Let's start with that. What were your thoughts on this creative new <laughs> approach to Mario Kart in a celebration of the 35th anniversary of Mario? I mean, it, it was cool, but it's not something that I, I'm interested in, Nate. You know, I, I think I think there's definitely some really cool tech that's being applied there, but <laughs> I'm I'm not interested in that. I mean, what, what did you think of it? We'll be back after a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. Yeah, I'm thinking along the same lines as you. I mean, this game was created by Velen Studios yeah. and they're known for racers. A lot of the guys or the individuals who work at the studio were part of Vicarious Visions. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the technology in this is really exciting. The AR yeah. looks great, but I'm concerned about its lasting appeal because it's kind of like, one, you need a big open room. Or, I mean, you can make a course that goes around your you know coffee table, your couch, your chairs, and all your furniture. But then it's, I need to switch the play. And how long is this lasting appeal really going to be for an a hundred dollar, you know, RC game. Yeah. It, I mean, maybe as a kid, I'd look at it and say, wow, this is awesome. It's going like I'm racing around my room. But when I'm viewing it, you know, just from my own age perspective, it's it feels like Labo where you're going to have fun with it for a few days and then it's going to be, well, never mind. I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I hope there are people out there who are excited about this who sort of say, oh, my God, that looks awesome. I hope you have a lot of fun with it. I'm excited about the technology and to see how it's kind of pushing augmented reality in really cool ways. But for $100, and that only comes with one cart, they didn't price what the additional Mario carts you know, will retail for. Yeah. I'm a little hesitant. But yeah, you know, if I were a little kid, I'd probably be super excited about this. Yeah, I think for me that the tech is the most interesting piece. And, you know, if this does does well what's next you know how do they evolve this tech and, and make it make yes. it a little more um wide stream for you know a bigger audience I, I i definitely think there's 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 something that i want to keep an eye on but personally it's not something that um i'm going to pick up and, and take yeah. a look at. i think yeah we're a little above the demographic age for it i mean i can see this doing really well in you know japan amongst some american families and even in europe but you know you just need to make sure you do have a living quarters where you have the available space to make at least a decent sized track i mean i guess you can make it as small as you want or as big as you want but i mean it still depends on your room layout but yeah the technology is really exciting i'm curious how the nintendo will kind of push ar we saw them use augmented reality on the 3ds with the face raiders game which wasn't all that fun 
and this looks a lot better than that but maybe if nintendo continues to push ar we'll get a lot of you know a lot more interesting software from it so this was really cool to see even if it doesn't appeal to me personally um then we had the game and watch super mario brothers from a collector standpoint this is a really neat release and for 50 dollars, it's kind of like an easy you know i'll just pick up and buy it i still have the club nintendo game and watch ball release that they came out with many years ago so this is something i would buy i would never open it and it would really just be a collection piece that i show off on a bookcase yes because if i'm going to play these games there's other ways for me to play these mario games and i really don't need a mario clock on a two-inch screen (laughs) i gotta be honest nate this was probably my favorite favorite announcement of the direct i'm (laughs) i'm pretty hyped about this one i i love stuff like this and you know this really appeals to me we were talking before we 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 started uh, recording but i think you know i predicted that there would be a mario special edition switch and i guess mm-hmm. i guess this is it right i mean we're not going to get we're not going to get the, the limited edition special edition mario 35th switch instead we're getting the game and watch which look I, i'm i'm good with I, i'm i'll probably check it out for sure but yeah i'm a little i guess a little confused about about why there's no new hardware with with this you know direct in this collection the 35th anniversary collection but uh, the game and watches is definitely a good a good announcement and I'll, I'll pick it up for sure yeah you bring up a good point there because it did seem like it was a perfect opportunity for them to release a limited edition bundle of the mario you know software let's say the super mario brothers 3d all-stars collection with a mario themed switch and release it for the holidays and now it's september 3rd maybe they do they could still announce this you know maybe next month later this month mm-hmm. or november 1st you know who knows there's still time for that but it was interesting that the only new hardware was the game and watch and yeah it is a neat piece of hardware longtime mario fans are just longtime nintendo fans it's definitely something that they're gonna have their eye on come november 13th when it launches but yeah, you really would have expected something more from them in terms of like a holiday bundle, including some of this Mario stuff, just to push Switch sales a little more. And now we can move to Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. So this is the enhanced Super Mario 3D World deluxe version that we've been talking about for months. And it's finally dated for February 12th of next year. And the big inclusion is that it has online co-op and it has brand new levels and basically a whole new campaign mode with bowser's fury what did you think of this announcement this one was pretty good um again you know we we've talked about this before and we did predict and speculate that it wouldn't be a part of i guess the all-stars collection and it would be its own thing that that would come out in 2021 and i I think i said january but i mean february is the is the date and look it's it looks good. I I think um, I'll probably double dip on this one. I like 3D World on the Wii U. I was a big fan of that game. So yeah, I'll probably check it out again. I, I, everything that they showed here was was looked good. The the Bowser's Fury edition is is interesting. And yeah, I mean um, the online online multiplayer looks 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 solid as well. So yeah, um, I'll probably double dip on this one. Yeah, I see. I wasn't a huge fan of 3D World just because it felt like it was such a casual 3D Mario game. I didn't feel the challenge from the platforming until you really got deep into the game. 
towards the end. It, it does take a little while to get into the groove with yes. that game. You you can easily play the first hour or so or two and and not really feel it. Um, you're right. It does start to get challenging later on in the game, and maybe that's that's where it loses some points. But overall, uh, I think the game is is exceptional and it's it's a little underrated. So getting getting it out again to a new audience for switch folks to to check out a lot of them are going to be for the first time i think it's a smart move and i think the game will do well oh it's definitely going to sell well we just saw new super mario brothers u deluxe become one of the best selling games on the switch in a very limited amount of time and i think 3d world is going to follow that trajectory it's going to sell well and the inclusion of online co-op will help it boost even further sales because any fan of the wii u original now has this new release with the online co-op and a brand new campaign and that's going to get people to say well i'm going to double dip and you're going to have a lot of people who have invested into a switch who never played it on the wii to begin with and they're going to view it as this is a brand new 3d mario game yeah so it's an easy sell for nintendo it coming out in early 2021 makes a lot of sense we did expect january just because that's been nintendo's kind of their pattern of releasing Wii U games in the early portion of the year. It's been January for New Super Mario Brothers U. It was January for Tokyo Mirage Sessions. So, you know, they broke the trend here. It's coming out right before Valentine's Day. And what's more loving than a Cat Mario? <laughs> now we had a very odd release. Super Mario Brothers 35, which is the competitive online battle game, which has 35 players compete against each other to be the last Mario standing. You defeat the enemies, you go through a course, you can get all the special items, the mushrooms, and you know the goal is to outpace your you know opponent until you reach the goal. And hopefully they die, they get killed by the Goomba along the way. And the odd thing about this release isn't that it is exclusive to just Nintendo Switch Online members, because Tetris 99 was for a while. It's that the game is only going to be available from October 1st to the end of March of 2021. So they're literally only giving us this game for about five months and i don't understand the reasoning behind that i get it if you want to say well it's just for the 35th anniversary that's the end of our fiscal year it's a digital game yeah if, if, yeah. if, if it has an engaged base and people are playing it all the time and it is an active community why are you going to cut it off yeah i um i'm going to save my thoughts till um till we talk about um Mario All Stars 3D as well because I mean that kind of falls mm-hmm. in a in a similar similar boat but yeah I mean right. you know quick quick answer to that is Nintendo's being Nintendo you know <laughs> so I guess staying on the topic of that game what did you think of the overall concept of the game is it intriguing to you um again not something that I'm probably going to play but you know looking at the success of Tetris 99 and and how well that's done online competitively I think this is a smart move you know basically taking a a very similar similar formula to to that and coming up with some battle royale game I mean I think the all the the Mario speedrunners out there are rubbing their hands together because this is something you know <laughs> that they will will really appreciate. So yeah, I mean, I think I think it's a good addition to um, you know to the Switch. Uh, I, I am very concerned that it has a limited shelf by date, as some of the other things have on this list that we're gonna we're gonna talk about. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a it's a good good addition. Again, not really you know my cup of tea though. 
So now we'll get into the heart of the matter. Super Mario 3D All-Stars was announced today. As we said earlier, it has Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. It's releasing on September 18th. And just like Super Mario 35, it has this weird stipulation that the game's only going to be available for the Nintendo Switch family of systems from September 18th until approximately March 31st of 2021. And... I understand the reasoning of having the retail version of this game be a limited, you know, run copy. You're, it's for the 35th anniversary. You're celebrating the year. You're making this a collector's, you know, release essentially. But why is the digital version going to be delisted from the eShop come the end of March of next year? That boggles my mind because you don't have to worry about stock. It's not an issue anymore. It just sounds like they want to make a game rare for the sake of making it rare. This make the physical re- release rare. Give it six months at retail. If you missed out on it, it's unfortunate. But at least the digital version still exists. And I know the defense of this for some is that they're countering it by saying, well, Nintendo will probably release all three games individually sometime in 2021. That doesn't excuse this. There's yeah. no reason... 3D All-Stars can't be offered as a complete package on the eShop from September 18th until the servers eventually shut down in the distant future. This one just baffles me, Nate. Uh, I I just, I'm trying to come up with an, a reason why I think Nintendo has done this and I'm just coming up with nothing. Even the physical, I think that it shouldn't have a a limited edition date associated to it. They should just sell the physical. I mean, you know, I I get it that the All-Stars name has this kind of limited edition, you know, um, thing associated with it. But we're not talking about the days of the Wii U anymore, of the Nintendo Wii anymore. That was a long, long time ago. This is 2020. We're We're in, this is a COVID year. This has been a really tough year for many, many people out there. And being, you know, being Nintendo and offering this game literally for a very, very short time physically, and you know, and you know that these scalpers are going to jump, be jumping on, like they've got bots probably set up right now on Amazon, on Best Buy, on eBay, and, and everywhere else, really just to snap this this stuff up and, and just basically just completely drain the market of, of any copies that anyone that that wants to get get a, a copy for their kid for christmas or or whatever they, they're going to be missing out and i just think nintendo has completely missed the boat boat on this one i think they really need to reconsider you know what they're doing here and to your point the digital edition having a limited edition date as well like an end by date that just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever i i'm 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 still trying to figure out why they've done this. And like, like I said, again, back in the days of the Wii, yes, you could you could give them a pass for it. I get it. You're generating that hype and excitement around it. Collectors, you know, they, they want to get their hands on this stuff as quickly as they can. And, you know, it's that whole fear of missing out, you know, mentality that Nintendo is so good at, at doing. But, man it's 2020 i mean it's been it's been a real tough year for so many people you know think about what you're doing nintendo go back and and maybe just relax those restrictions a little bit is 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 what i think yeah it's it really it confuses me because i can understand the limited retail release i just don't understand the 
limited retail release of this game. Yeah. And even if they do, let's say on April 1st, they said, oh, well, now all the games are available individually. Well, it's been out for six months. You're going to be able to look at the versions and say, well, maybe Mario 64 isn't up to snuff. Well, I don't want that. Maybe Sunshine still isn't a game you like. I don't want that. So now you're losing a potential $60 investment where people would say, well, I'm going to buy it, you know, digitally or physically. And now I'm just going to buy one for 20. You're actually losing money if you make that decision as opposed to just basically forcing you to buy this collection. And to your point where you brought up like the All-Stars name is kind of like this prestigious brand. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it has to be this you know, limited thing. There's going to be a lot of scalpers. You're going to have a lot of bots going on all these retail sites, yep. taking up all these copies. And Nintendo is infamous for one thing. They consistently underestimate demand for a product. We saw it with the Amiibo where bots were buying up all those and Nintendo would come out and say, well, we underestimated demand. We apologize. We'll do better for the next wave. And it's like, great, your next wave, you went from 1,000 to 2,000. What do you really like realistically? What are you going to ship for 3D for the 3D All Stars collection on a retail level? Are you going to come out and print five, six, eight million copies between September and March? Or are you going to come out there and do a very, very limited run of like two to three million copies? Yeah. Force us to actively have to hunt or give up the hunt and say, well, I'll just buy it digitally. And I mean, I guess at the end of the day, Nintendo doesn't care. If you buy it digitally, it's better for them. They don't have to give a cut to retailers. But as a consumer, the fact that I have to have this, you know, discussion with myself of, well, I want it, you know, I want a physical copy, but it's all sold out because of bots, or I can pay, you know, 120 on eBay, mm-hmm. or I can just get it digital for 60. It shouldn't be a that shouldn't even be a conversation I'm having with myself for a release coming out in September. Yeah. Just because it's getting cut off at the end of March. Yeah. Nintendo's leaving all this money on the table with this one. And I just don't get it. I mean, this could be something that potentially could sell 10 million copies, right? Like if they, Uh if they just let it go, but you're right. I mean, they're probably limiting this to maybe 2 million. Um, we, we, we don't know the numbers, but yeah, there'll be a, you know, uh, there's an upper limit of how many copies they have available, and they're gonna they're gonna get snapped up almost immediately, and we're just gonna be in that situation we're in with with the Wii version and with you know the the NES Classic when that came out uh, initially and um, early Amiibo and all that sort of stuff. It's it's the same thing over and over again, and it just frustrates me that Nintendo is doing the same thing. And look, I don't know if they if that whole line of you know we underestimated the the demand really makes any sense on this one because people have been waiting for this for for a long long time we've been talking about this pretty much since the whole for the whole year i mean we've talked about the 3d collection probably in at least seven or eight previous episodes i mean this is not something (laughs) this is not something that is uh, should be a surprise to anyone this is probably one of the worst kept secrets in video games you know and that's the thing is that if they wanted to gauge demand fully you didn't have to date this game two weeks from now. Yeah. You could have released this in a month. You announced it today. You said it's coming out first week of October. You got a few weeks. You can get some pre-orders. You can get an idea of the allocation you have to give to retailers. and Say, okay, demand is high. Let's print those copies. Let's get ready. Instead, it really does feel like they've created a situation where they know they're not going to have enough copies at retail. 
just to push digital sales. And I get it's in the interest of business. You want to make more money. And if this is their way of getting switch owners more accustomed to buying digitally, it's a smart move on a business side. But as a fan and a consumer of your product, it kind of makes me feel like, oh, maybe your in- your interests clearly are not for me. Like their their idea is not for the consumer's best interest. Yeah. It's let's make money, let's make artificial scarcity mm-hmm. for this high demand product. It's going to be that hot item this holiday, and my only option is. I'll buy it digitally because you guys didn't print enough copies. And that's that's a lose-lose for the customer because I shouldn't have to be forced to go digitally because you misread the market or you just chose not to read the market whatsoever and just threw your hands up and said, here you go, have fun. And we have to see Jingle all the way of me chasing a red bouncy ball in a mall yeah. so I can maybe get my copy of Turbo Man. So who is who is the 3D collection geared for? Is it is it for mm-hmm. new fans of Mario that that played Odyssey and want more Mario or is it for just the older retro nostalgia fans that that are Mario fans that have played these games before and essentially just want to buy it on the Switch and possibly never play it just keep it sealed on the shelf? It should be both markets, but due to the limited window of availability, it kind of feels like it's more so for the nostalgia fan who may not even have a Switch. Yeah. They'll buy the game and hope they can get a Switch in the future because we're still looking at sellouts. This is a collector's piece. I mean, let's be honest. It, it's yes. not really... Nintendo's not marketing this for a new audience. I don't. I mean, they can say that or they can, they can talk about that in a direct, but look... Their, their kind of actions to speak really, really loud here as far as what they're doing. If this was truly for a new audience and getting, you know, younger uh, a younger audience into the older retro Mario games for the first time, then they're completely going about it the wrong way because this is not the way it should be done. Right, because if I want to get this to a new audience, let's say, you know, little Timmy, who's going to get a Switch for Christmas or early next year, because let's say their kid's birthday is in March... You'd want this game available at all times so they can say, hey, I played Odyssey. That was awesome. I just played the new 3D world. That's cool. I have Nintendo Switch Online. I played Mario All-Stars. I played the 2D games. Well, I want to play some of those old 3D ones, and it's, oh, sorry, you missed the cutoff point. Better luck next time. Go buy a physical copy from a secondhand seller on Amazon for five times the original price. And and the worst part is it's, purely cultivated by nintendo yep exactly it's not a case of like we're on switch three and you're sitting saying man i wish i played that mario all-stars way that came out on the switch 15 years ago it's nintendo saying a current release hey we're just not going to make it available for a long time sorry and you could fix that you could alleviate all those problems by at least making the digital version available forever yeah it's, yep. it's a baffling business decision. I don't understand it. And maybe on the business front, it makes a lot more sense. But to me, they are limiting the sales potential unless they think it's just going to be this huge flood of people coming in from September through the holidays of, I can't miss out. I got to buy now. Yes. And like, yeah, that that's also great business. 
create demand, but it sucks for the consumer because you, I mean, a lot of gamers have fear of missing out mm-hmm. and that's exactly what this product's going to be. And if Nintendo does not manufacture enough physical copies, they deserve any criticism that comes their way. Yeah. I mean, we know how this is going to go. This has happened so many times before. Like there's going to, yes. like I said, there's going to be bots that, that just buy them all up on Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart, GameStop. I mean, these things are going to be gone literally within an hour and they'll be on eBay literally five minutes after that for two or three, four times the price. It's just the way it goes. And I mean, I think that's a damn shame for something that's supposed to be a celebration of the 3D yes. line of Mario product that there is a potential that you can just never get a copy due to undershipping and computer bots and scalpers. But I mean, I guess that's capitalism. That's consumerism. That's the reality that we live in. It's unfortunate. Maybe Nintendo will change the date. Maybe they'll extend it. Did it say approximately the end of March of 2021? Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll extend it a month or two if demand remains high. I don't see them doing that because they, we've seen how they handled the NES and Super NES Classic. We've seen how they handled the Amiibo. I don't have faith in them handling this the right way after the news came out today. Maybe they'll prove me a liar. I hope they do. And... You know, we'll find out soon enough. It sucks because, yeah, I am a fan of these games. I want to play these games. I will end up getting a digital copy because it's just going to be more convenient. I want a physical copy Yeah. because I do collect very specific games. This is something I would like to have a physical copy of, but I'm not hunting for it. If yeah. I can't get it easily, right. then I'm not getting it. Yeah, I mean, I um, I, I, I agree with that. I, I think it's it's a bit of a shame that it's it's gone out this way but um you know i ended up getting two from best buy this morning um i don't really think it's either of them going to get fulfilled um you know we'll see how, <laughs> we'll see how it goes like i might be lucky but i'm not really expecting any any miracles here so we'll see it is best buy they're notorious for <laughs> messing up pre-orders so yes. hopefully the luck is on your side hopefully so- and well, speak, let's get into, well, oh. I was going to ask real quick. So, um, and maybe you're you're about to ask the same questions, but um, what about what about the price of this collection itself? At sixty dollars, I'm okay. I'm okay with the price at sixty. It's yeah. three games, t- you know, twenty bucks a piece. If you want to break it down in your mind to like justify how much you're going to spend, I think it's a fair price overall for what the package entails of the three games. Um. Yeah, I think I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I think most people are will be okay with the price. Yeah, but maybe I'm, they maybe they won't be. I'm 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 mostly okay with the price. Um, but let's uh, let's maybe get into the games themselves and and see what we got going on there. Yes, let's talk about some of the technical aspects of the games. They intended to come out, and they said. Hey, we've improved the games. We've optimized them for the Switch. You have now HD visuals for all three games. You have 16 by 9 for Super Mario Sunshine. And the resolution of each game is that Mario 64 is going to be 960 by 720 in handheld and docked mode. Super Mario Sunshine is 1080p in TV, 720p in handheld. Mario Galaxy is 1080p at most on the TV and 720p at most while handheld. So Mario 64 has been a hot topic that people are kind of wondering, why is Mario 64 only 720p even while docked? 
And it's because, at least to my understanding, is that N64 games were 240. This scales better. Yeah. Especially in a 4 by 3 ratio. Yeah, it's integer scaled, so it's it's going to get that kind of pixel-perfect clean clean look about it, which is good. I mean, I think that's that's the right thing that they should do, you know. Now, we'll go game to game. What did you think of Mario 64's footage they had in this? I mean, we've talked about Mario 64 for this collection several times now, and I compared it to Turok 64 or Banjo-Kazooie on the Xbox 360, and it's pretty much exactly what we got. It is the N64 game in HD. They cleaned up some of the textures. They showed an example like where the hat texture looks a bit better. It's nothing that you would probably notice without looking at side by side, but it's it's exactly what I had expected, and yet I still kind of feel disappointed. <laughs> I'm I'm disappointed, Nate. I I expected more from this. I mean, the uh, the homebrew community is uh, is currently playing a version of Super Mario 64 based on the recompilation project that runs at 60 frames per second that has 16 by 9 widescreen, and that is available on the Switch, albeit in you know in a in a modded Switch capacity. And I would have expected at least parity with with that. So Nintendo does has the does have the source code to pretty much everything as we know, especially with the amount of leaks that have been going on over the last you know few months. They pretty much have kept everything you know to their credit, which is which is awesome. But it seems like they've gone the emulation route with this one. This doesn't this doesn't seem like a port to me. Now a couple of folks on Twitter did tell me that some of the assets were changed around like the buttons would were changed in the game to represent the switch's uh, plus button and, and things like that but that is not really enough to convince me that this is not being emulated uh, there are different ways you can obviously uh, modify rom images uh, there's also ways to overlay different assets on top of 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 games we've seen before with the virtual console so i mean to me this feels like the this this feels pretty lazy to me you know um th- there's nothing here that that stands out as any enhancements to super mario 64 look it's it's great that it's on the switch it's coming to the switch in a f- official capacity but there's nothing here that makes me think wow this is like the definitive version of the game and maybe i want to i want to play it again on the switch you know so for me i'm a little disappointed that it doesn't have more here there's, there's nothing extra that's been added i mean for god's sake at least give us 60 frames i mean super mario 64 on the n64 at the time was a technical achievement but that was a such a long time ago i mean this game <laughs> should be running at 60 on anything these days so why can't we have that and i think for me this port feels a little lazy you know and and i'm a little disappointed at this one quite honestly yeah, like the visuals and stuff, it's exactly what I had been saying. It's exactly what I anticipated. I had hopes that Nintendo was going to go, you know, that extra, not even the extra mile, just like an extra yard and say, well, we have the, you know, DS version. We're not going to base the game on the DS version, but we're going to take a lot of those mini games that made that version special, add some online functionality to those mini games, just as a, you know, an extra mode really create an idea of celebration for Mario 64 here. Instead, it's it's the Mario 64 that people have played on the Wii Virtual Console, the Wii U Virtual Console. And the only difference is it has some HD textures. Yeah. It's not 16 by 9. 
it's not 60 frames a second it's not 1080p yep it's still mario 64 that you have come to know and love for the last what 24 years yeah. there's nothing wrong with that yeah and even but... the hd textures that's cool but nintendo 64 emulators have been doing hd texture packs for years i mean th- this should be something that that stands out above everything that we've we've seen on an emulation capacity in the past and unfortunately it's it's nowhere near you know what what i thought it would be yeah and i mean there was a lot of people who i had seen on twitter and forums saying oh they're remaking mario 64 in the odyssey engine right for that collection because we saw you know peach's castle in super mario odyssey i was like no you are never getting that Nintendo wasn't giving us three games for 60 bucks if you really thought they were going back to Mario 64 and remaking it in the Odyssey engine. That would have been a $60 standalone release. And, I mean, again, it looks like what I expected. I just thought they were going to go a little extra, include some of the mini games from the DS version, yep. and, you know, just make it feel like a more complete package. It does feel... It does feel substandard. Yeah, and, and look, maybe I'm just a little... Look, I love Super Mario 64. I, I would say it's it's up there with one of my favorite Mario games. I I just wanted a little bit more love on this one, and and right now I'm I'm still a little salty after the direct. Um, but look, <laughs> look, it, it's definitely a, a good announcement. There's there's nothing wrong with 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 the, uh, the this version. It's it's serviceable. I'm sure it's going to run great. It will have um, a good control system. I'm sure, but I just wanted some more from from this one. Now, Super Mario Sunshine is getting 16 by 9. It's getting HD resolutions. What did you think about what you saw from Sunshine in today's trailer? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's well it's well known that we're both not the biggest Mario Sunshine fans out there. Um, look, I, I the inclusion of 16 by 9 is is a good good thing. I, again, I'm a little confused why it's not running at 60. This one doesn't seem like it's emulation i think this is actually a port um giving it 16 by 9 and giving it that that clean 1080p look feels mm-hmm. like that this is you know they recompiled code to target the switch rather than run a gamecube emulator which i think would take a lot of resources running on the switch so again why why is there no 60 fps mode in this you know one of my biggest frustrations with with mario sunshine is it just kind of felt laggy all the time it it was it ran at like 25 frames a second on on the gamecube and it was just a bit of a mess sometimes especially when there's a lot going on so you know i was kind of hopeful that if they gave us a yeah you know a better frame rate then the controls would have been snappier and i i could have enjoyed the experience a little better but again um based on what we've seen at least it doesn't seem like that's the case so i I don't know about this one. Look, I'll definitely try it again, and I'm interested to see how it plays on the Switch and how they handle the flood mechanic and, and all that stuff. But um, this one seems seems okay, but I'm not really... Uh, I'm a little on the fence about this one as well, I guess I'll say. And you bring up the good point of it's still 30 frames a second, at least based on what we could tell from the trailer, and they haven't come out and said, oh, yeah, it's going to be a 60 frame a second experience for Sunshine. 
So I'm just going to assume until otherwise confirmed that it is 30 frames a second. And yeah. it's weird because when Nintendo originally showed Sunshine way back at its first E3, I, it was 60 frames a second. Yep. So there is a 60 frames a second build of Sunshine that exists in Nintendo's archives. Absolutely. It's, Absolutely. It's not like it's some fabled version. It exists. And the fact that this version isn't 60 frames a second is another baffling decision. They could have done it to me. As far as I can tell, they could have done that. Mm-hmm. They chose an artistic direction to not do it. And the visuals of Sunshine in this port or this release based on the trailer, it looks fine. It is it's you know, it's another HD upscale. It looks clean enough. It's serviceable. They it looks like maybe the most effort they put in was to make it 16 by 9 go full you know hd and yeah it's serviceable i mean it's known i'm not a fan of sunshine i will try it in this collection i'll see if i can tolerate it more than i could back when it came out what 18 years ago mm-hmm. yeah we'll see how you know i'll see how i respond to it but i mean it looks okay yeah now, Mario, i i think i think with this one it's not going to bring anything new that makes us want to enjoy the game the second time around over the previous one and i think that's my biggest my biggest thing with with this one yeah like it's we're unsure if have they fixed all the collision issues that plague the gamecube version or am i still going to fall down like the pachinko machine and just fall off the map for no explainable reason because the game said Eh, I don't like you. You failed. Yeah, we don't know, or even like the camera. Are all these issues still prevalent? Obviously, the limited amount of footage we saw didn't, you know, give us any indication that it has been fixed. But maybe they did. I'm not counting on it. Mm-hmm. But maybe they'll surprise us. Uh, Mario Galaxy, as we mentioned, the resolution is 1080p docked at most. And 720 720p undocked at most. Do you think that means this game has a dynamic resolution? Because of the three, Mario Galaxy is the only title that's 60 frames a second. Yeah, I, I think it does, Nate. This will definitely be dynamic. And I, look, I think out of all all three of these games, this one has the most care and attention put into it. I would say this is probably the one that I'm looking forward to the most in this collection. It looks good. It looked very clean it'll definitely run at 60 um it'll probably be dynamic res and and lock it at that 60 frames and yeah i mean i I would say this is probably what what kind of saves this collection for me i think it's it's a good definitely a good pickup for sure yeah i mean mario galaxy is one of the best games of all time and there was some confusion that was going on around online because the game has a mode called co-star mode and it's you can give a player a second set of joy cons and they move the cursor the wii version also had this and then on the official game's website they mentioned that if you're using a nintendo switch Lite, you need a pair of joy cons and that's only for co-star mode the joy cons are optional yeah when you're playing just like in handheld mode you don't have to use joy cons though they don't actually detail how the cursor is going to work if you're playing in handheld mode in solo we assume it's probably going to be very similar to what we saw with the nvidia shield yeah and you'll probably just be using a second analog or you'll be holding a button or maybe even gyro to move it so they do have a solution there you don't have to only play this game with joy cons 
you can play in handheld, you can play it docked. So that is a fear alleviated because had that been the case, we would probably be looking at basically every single version of the games in this collection having some noticeable flaw, mm-hmm. which would have been very un Nintendo. Yes. And, you know, Nintendo usually does treat their products with care. And if had all three games had a noticeable flow, it would have been kind of like, what happened here, guys? But Galaxy does seem to have the most care and attention to it. It should be the most playable because we still don't know how Flood is really going to operate in Mario Sunshine. But we can assume that Nintendo did come up with a working solution that isn't a train wreck or a nightmare to use or a convoluted mess. <laughs> so hopefully that's good news. <laughs> Overall, I mean, the collection still like we don't have Mario Galaxy two. Yeah, we knew this months ago that it wasn't going to have Galaxy two. Right, a lot of people we, are still we, shocked by it. Yeah, we knew that, and I, I'm still feeling like it should have been in there. You know, so it's like <laughs> just round it off with with Mario Galaxy two. I, I think if they had included that, this would have gone from a pretty okay collection to a great collection you know yeah i think and that seems to be the theme of the collection it's a good collection but it should have been stellar yeah like when you look at the super nes the first super mario brothers all-stars it went above and beyond it was like the original remaster remakes of the era i mean it was it was the original you know we talk about game collections right that that we that we're so used to these days a collection of games on on a cartridge or on a disc whatever i mean all stars was really the originator of that i mean nintendo were very very innovative to to bring something like that to a cartridge which no one mm-hmm. no one believed that you could fit more than one game on a single cartridge and here's nintendo dropping super mario all stars with you know four of the most iconic and best games ever made in video games i mean there was it was absolutely revolutionary unheard of at the time you know yeah and the 3d all-stars it almost doesn't feel like it lives up to the all-star brand mm-hmm. and it's not the quality of the games in the collection it's the way that nintendo has kind of treated it and like again this is exactly what we expected from these releases but i thought nintendo would have gone a little more with the extras the only extra in this collection is that they've included music from all three releases and you can listen to the music even when the switch screen is off apparently and like cool mario galaxy has an outstanding soundtrack even super mario sunshine has some memorable tracks like delfino plaza and mario 64 and dire docks that's an amazing tune but the only new additions you guys threw into this collection is the music you didn't even give us like some museum quality stuff of you know maybe some just development documents yeah developer interview the extras from the ds version of mario 64 as just like the mini games a 60 frames a second mario sunshine option yeah and not not to not to not to be um you know insensitive or 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 say something wrong but there was that recent leak of of all that stuff and you know we we know that mario uh mario we know that nintendo's sitting on an absolute gold mine of artwork prototype information different music Uh um just all sorts of stuff i mean look i'm not saying just open the floodgates and and show us everything but give us something more you know we know that there's so much really interesting information and and story around the development of super mario 64 and uh, you know mario sunshine and super mario galaxy so you know let let the fans in on some of of 
you know the extras out that you have that you're sitting on and, and show us something you know that that would really make this collection something worth worth buying and and you know for, for fans and collectors to enjoy you know yeah and, and i think that's where it falls short it just it's like here's three great games yep like awesome the problem kind of just comes down to we've seen companies like activision do collections where they did spyro and crash they did the original trilogies but they remade those games they made the whole release a big spectacle or even right now at the tony hawk games mm-hmm. they're making it a spectacle saying this is what it used to be we took it to the modern era and now look at it and nintendo is just here like we know our brand is powerful we know these games are great you can play them in their original state or you know as close to the original state as we can deliver to you on a modern platform and you know it's okay like we're both going to buy this collection we're part of the problem <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah but it feels like yeah they should have you know developer interviews artwork mm-hmm. the music is great give us some of the unfinished music or unused music let us look at some of the unused assets yep. or you know some of the stuff that didn't make it into the final build of the games to say hey during development we were going to put in you know like luigi in mario 64 let us see some of these things. It's been two decades. It's almost three decades. You don't have to hold on to these secrets anymore. They're not industry secrets. It's the N64. Yeah, exactly. Like, share some of this information with us and make this release really feel like something for the collector. Make yep. it a library and a history lesson of this franchise. This is supposed to be Mario's 35th anniversary. Yeah. And there's nothing in this collection that I'm taking away from it that feels like a celebration of Mario. Yep. It, it, dude, I totally agree. This should be a celebration of, of Mario and this just feels like they've just slapped three games together i mean yeah it, and- it, it's it, i'm i'm probably angering some of the listeners but it just <laughs> it just doesn't feel like um it's anything that's that's really compelling to me i mean look you're right nate i've already pre-ordered i want i want to buy it i want to play it uh, i want to enjoy it but i'm also mostly curious to see how these ports turned out you know what i mean it's not really something uh-huh. that that um here has anything here that that makes me think wow this is a true celebration of mario you know right there was nothing about today's trailer that made me sit there and say oh my god where's that pre-order link i gotta pre-order it right now it's more of i enjoy these games i love mario 64 i love mario galaxy i want to play them in handheld mode i want to play them in leisure yeah so i'm gonna buy this collection but there was nothing there that i watched and it was just like you know that oh my god moment it was just that's fine and it's kind of fueled by 2020 from Nintendo's output has still been very lackluster. And I do want to get to this point is that All-Stars is coming out in September. Nintendo remains without a holiday release. I think this is it. I mean, we, we, we've talked about that one more one more game or the, 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 the game that yes. we don't know about yet. But man, yes. I got to feel like this is it for them. I mean, I think they're just... They're going. They're just, you know, hedging their bets for twenty twenty one now. I don't. I think they're just written off the rest of the year. I think this is it, man. See, I'm still going to push back on you on that. There's one more game this year. They still have a holiday release. I think it's going to surprise people. The problem is, is that we are in September. We still don't know about it. And now that Nintendo did just date the Mario 3D All Stars Collection two weeks from you know release. Yeah, I guess if they do want to release a game in November, maybe they can wait until late October. But then that makes me wonder why did you date Pikmin three two and a half months ahead of release and 3D All Stars? You did a marketing lead up of only two weeks, 
that doesn't really make any sense to me when I think about it from a logistics standpoint, especially from pre-orders from retailers and such. So that continues to baffle my mind. But I still think Nintendo has one more holiday release. It's going to surprise people. It's just a matter of when are they going to announce it. Yeah. And ideally it is soon. It will probably be a Twitter drop. This was a Twitter drop. It was just unannounced, 9 a.m. Thursday morning, September 3rd. Here's the here's a Mario Direct. So if Nintendo does have more software coming out this year, I mean we're still waiting on the next Smash Brothers fighter. Now they could just drop another, you know, Twitter thing next week of yep. uh, you know, a moment with Sakurai and he's mm-hmm. gonna talk about the next character. This feels like this is Nintendo's way of communicating their first party efforts in 2020 is through Twitter drops. Third parties are going to continue to use the partner showcase. Maybe we get a normal mini that has Nintendo content with third parties. But as we said in the last episode, I think general directs for 2021 are, or 2020 are finished. Mm-hmm. They will return in 2021. And I mean, Nintendo still has to talk about some of their early 2021 releases. I mean, we have now Super Mario Brothers 3 Deluxe, but we probably need some new information about Pokemon Snap. We are still headless when it comes to Bravely Default 2. We haven't heard of it since the demo dropped where they just said, oh yeah, you know, development is still going well and the demo had a lot of negative reception so i'm sure that game's probably been delayed to 2021 at this point no more heroes 3 we saw back in august with the indie stuff and we haven't heard from it again i wouldn't be surprised if that got pushed to 2021 at this point as well no more heroes 1 hd i could see releasing this year but I mean, Nintendo still has to communicate some of their 2020 plans. This was a big step. This was a big moment. This was a game they had to communicate to us. I'm glad they finally did. The rumors can finally be, you know, shut off. People can stop doubting its existence. It exists. It's coming out in two weeks. You can play it. This is more of a relief than anything. It's like, thank thank God. Now we can move on and and get on with, you know, the rest of the year. (laughs) We've been talking about this for literally for months. So it's it's good that it's, it's finally out. It is now not to get too deep into the future, but I just, I have to go here. We've seen what Nintendo did for the 35th anniversary of Mario next year is Zelda's anniversary. If, if they are to do a similar collection of some of the 3d Zelda games, would you look at the Mario 3d all-stars as an example of what we could get from a Nintendo effort? of a Zelda collection. Let's let's assume it is three it's, it's Ocarina of Time. Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask. Phantom <laughs> uh, <Phantomial> Glass. <laughs> I oh God. <laughs> I don't think they would include like the Twilight Princess, Wind Waker, and Skyward Sword. I could view those maybe as like their own yeah. trilogy of releases or just as their own separate releases if w- Nintendo goes that route. I would say I mean I, for me I, I think maybe they'll they'll treat this very similar in that they'll take one of the games, which was the Wii U HD enhanced version, and make mm-hmm. that its make that its own release and then bundle the other one, the, the Wii version, with a collection, you know? You know, I'll counter that. This is an idea now. Instead of doing Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, Nintendo says, here's the here's the trilogy of games we're doing for Zelda. You're getting Twilight Princess, based on the Wii U version, Wind Waker, based on the Wii U version, because those ports would be minimal effort to bring to the Switch. And the third game is Skyward Sword. Ooh. And 
you you basically look at what we got from Galaxy. It'll yeah. be that type of effort. Is that enough to make fans happy, or do you feel kind of like, oh, these are the two exact same games I just played on the Wii U, and Skyward Sword is it's still the Wii game, just you know now it's HD'd, and I'm using the Joy-Con to use it as motion controls, and it works okay. And then they add it in analog controls, so you're kind of controlling the sword like Raiden in Metal Gear Rising. <laughs> I look i i think i think it needs to be better than than this you know that the 3d all-stars right like I, I think they need to take a look at, at at what what they're coming out with and improve on it in in every way and and hopefully hopefully they are they, they're going to give this some more attention but yeah i mean it'll be interesting to see how the zelda collection if indeed there is a, a collection uh plays out but yeah we we expect a lot of things from from zelda next year with the 35th anniversary yeah, I mean, it feels inevitable that we'll get a Zelda collection next year. But then again, next year, I believe, is the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. And what about Metroid? Isn't it the anniversary of Metroid as well? Nintendo doesn't care does anyone, about Metroid's does it, anniversary. Does, does Nintendo even acknowledge that anymore? No, they forget Metroid is kind of a franchise. I mean, they do have a few Metroid games coming to Switch, and we should hear about the 2D Metroid in the relative future i don't know if we'll hear about it in 2020 but hopefully we hear about it in early 2021 so i mean 2021 should be a decent year for metroid we should at least have the new 2d metroid game released in 2021 it's i mean it's unknown of how much covid has potentially delayed that game but hopefully it comes in 2021 but i mean yeah we're not going to be celebrating metroid's anniversary in any meaningful way because nintendo's kind of like yeah yeah samus we made you we tried to forget about you but fans just keep talking about you so we made federation force <laughs> but yeah zelda should be the big celebration next year i mean breath of the wild 2 probably some sort of collection and the way they celebrated zelda 10 years ago on the wii was they did the skyward sword bundle right and that was about it, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think they did yeah. anything else for that celebration. Well, they gave the whole orchestra and the symphony at E3, and they gave out the uh, the soundtrack as a Club Nintendo reward, which yes. was neat. But I'd expect a bigger celebration for Zelda come 2021, and hopefully it is a better effort than what we saw from the 3D All-Stars collection. And again, they're good games. We're buying them. Yeah, We just feel like Nintendo could have gone a little more effort on this and not you know just looked at it and said paint it hd and box it yep agree and yeah i mean i don't want to you know get get back into it again but yeah i think overall it was a solid presentation the collection there's nothing wrong with the collection i just I, i wanted a little more and i guess nate you know what would you what would you rate this i'd probably give at least what we've seen so far i mean I will reserve, I guess, my my final thoughts. You know, when I actually get my hands on on playing it. But what we saw today, I'd probably give it like a seven point five. Um, man, it's tough. If I break it down like individual things, I'd probably end up rating it like an eight because, mm-hmm. like, the three All Stars collection. You know, I give it a passing grade. Like, I give it a six. Yeah, three good games satisfactory effort the mario kart augmented reality thing awesome technology doesn't appeal to me but i can see that it it could be a decent seller for a lot of people with younger children and they want to play mario kart with their kids so that's great potential like i would give that like an eight yeah i think it's funny 
that of the Mario games shown today, the one with the most enhancements was 3D World Deluxe, and that was the most recent Mario game released, while the three games that are being heralded as the celebration have minimal effort. Yeah. So with 3D World Deluxe and all that new content, I mean, I'd probably give that a 9 out of 10. So overall, I probably rate the direct as a Mario fan, probably about an eight. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. And you bring up some good points about 3D World. You know, if if they did bundle 3D World in that All Stars collection, that would that would definitely make it a lot more compelling. But you know, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm good with with what they're doing with 3D World. I think it it's definitely its own thing, and a a mm-hmm. early next year release date makes a lot of sense. And like I said, I'll I'll be double dipping on that one. Yeah, 3D World has a lot of potential now with that new content a lot of double dippers a lot of first timers are going to experience that and i mean you're gonna have a lot of people who might be missing out on the 3d world collection and they're gonna buy 3d world deluxe instead because you can't find the other one at retail so i guess nintendo wins no matter what people are gonna be buying both mario games come february of 2021 so well played nintendo you're gonna get our money and that will conclude today's episode of Nate the Hate. If you enjoyed the episode, give it a like. If you didn't, give the video a dislike. Let us know your thoughts on the Mario 35th Anniversary Direct and the Mario 3D All-Stars Collection in the comments section below. And as always, continue to embrace the hate. <laughs>